Hello everyone, thanks for tuning in for another episode of Regan's Rugby Strength and Conditioning. Had a bit of a gap again for you guys who are gagging for one every week. I'm going to manage your expectations and say it might not happen every week. I'm going to try and put it out as often as I can, but it's basically whenever I feel I've got good stuff to say, I get some good questions that I think more people take use from. That is when I am going to spill the beans and put one of these little episodes out it's getting a couple of hits now i think a few people are enjoying it and if you're listening to it now you must be enjoying it and you must be the sound of my you must like the sound of my voice so i'm going to carry on just for you um so yeah just gonna just gonna run down on some questions i had in the week for, for, from people that i train and just random people inquiring and sending me messages um if anyone has got my on my email list or on my social pages uh i've been running a challenge which is going bloody fantastic uh the group mentality of a challenge is a really good way to keep you kind of on track and sort of competing with any other people um i am going to run another challenge i think i'm going to do it make it a monthly thing um let me check i'm probably going to release this on the 21st so actually i'm probably going to be starting promoting for the new challenge around that week so if you're listening and you fancy challenging yourself uh 12 weeks of rugby training you get all the same support as my normal program except you don't get one-to-one contact with me it's all done through a group but i mean the program's the same the nutrition is exactly the same so if you fancy that then get in touch with me my friend um and we'll just see how everyone's going people are losing about sort of one and a half two kilos a week it is a weight loss for rugby challenge if you're not currently playing it'll also be it'll also be really good um i've got it edited for people who've got games on saturday and people who don't so don't worry if you aren't currently playing because i think more people my last challenge in the challenge at the moment more people don't play than are currently playing so so if you are listening and you want to challenge yourself 12 weeks of training um exactly the same as my full program but you don't get the one-to-one support then let me know reply to one of the messages email me regansrugby at gmail.com i've got to change that soon anyway Good topics from from the week. I had a guy who I know um, just chatting away about a few different things. Uh, the actual topic was was uh, he doesn't drink milk anymore. Goes for kind of almond milk, which I think is probably a smart thing to do. Um, I'm I'm 100% lactose intolerant. If I have a, a chocolate sundae after a dinner, I'm fine. I'm bloated. I feel like shit for hours. So that's the, the first reason why I don't really have cow's milk. I still have dairy. I'm still a human being. I'll have a little ice cream and I'll have some normal cheese. Um, but the lactose fucks my stomach up. So that's why I don't do it. Apparently, technically, everyone is some, some percent lactose intolerant, even if it's like one or two percent and you don't use it. Or... If you're having milk every day, your body's probably used to it, but apparently everyone is a tiny bit intolerant. It just depends um, how, how, how often you have it. I think I found out I'd have two bowls of cereal in the morning and when I go to bed until the age of about 19. And then when I, was, when I went to uni, I started kind of looking after my food. Didn't have much dairy for about a year or two. Uh, then when I came back to it, I was just fucked and I was gone off it. So... Um, so that's why that's when i realized that it messes my stomach up um also there's a load of chemicals and hormones and shit they pump into the cows and and they they force milk them and they're normally kept in pretty terrible conditions so for that reason that's why i kind of stick away as well i mean and you never taste it there's no difference between the other types of milk there is lacto-free milk as well i do get involved every now and again but the cheese and the ice creams are now definitely a, an individual treat but that's not also what the guy was saying the, the guy was talking about um on this topic was about 
uh, whey protein versus versus a uh, normal food based protein, um, like a solid based. And he was saying, obviously, the digestion in whey is apparently quicker. Obviously, the digestion with with meat or anything else is is obviously slower, which is true. And then he was arguing that, <coughs> um, or not arguing, he was asking me about if the fact that if you're eating meat and digesting meat, that burns more calories. So in that retrospect, it's better for fat loss. And I've never touched on this topic and no one's ever done it to me before. Uh, and I'm no, I'm no nutritionist. Uh, I'm, I'm no way the, the, the guy to go to on in-depth stuff about this. But I believe your basal metabolic rate is something that when you calculate how many calories you need on a day-to-day basis to survive, like for your heart to pump and to walk and to breathe and for your digestive uh, track to work um, and 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 it's not it's probably I mean I don't know off the top of my head I haven't done this research in fucking young I'm gonna say it's about half of what your um, calorie intake is for, for other duties that your body has to do on a day-to-day basis but I mean the digestive track calories burnt I think that is such a minimal factor and you shouldn't change your food based on how much it tastes your your digestive how many calories your digestive tract uses to um, to break down said food. If that was the case, then, I mean, you'd just eat really, really dense, thick foods. Like, you'd have steak all day. Um, but I've, I, I feel a bit shitty if I have too big a steak or too much too much red meat at a time. So if you're doing that on that basis, I think it's not very not very positive or beneficial. Um, and, and all I said to the guy was, don't, don't consider calories burned through digestion. Um, just consider like overall calories of the food. Yes, it might play a little role, but I mean, this is a complete guess, but it might go from pff, digesting whey protein takes, this is completely random, 20 calories to go through your body and the same amount of protein in a chicken breast or something might take 50. Like it's not a lot. It's not going to change your life. And um, so I just kind of advise, don't worry about that, mate. Just just get your workouts in and eat pretty good. And if weight loss is your goal, that's that's the main thing you should be tracking, not not how much it takes for you to uh, to uh, how much your body takes to digest said foods. Um, another one I got. I got quite a few diet questions this week. Maybe because I'm doing more uh, more um, weight lossy type programs. But hey, another diet question was about the keto diet. Um, again, I'm not an expert. There's going to be other people who have more of an in-depth question. Uh, answer on this sorry but I did a bit of research again a while ago obviously when I was a, a young whippersnapper and I did a lot more research on these things um, and my my understanding of the keto diet is having so few carbohydrates that your body goes into a state of ketosis which basically means that it uses fat as a fuel source um, I generally am fairly skeptical whenever I read like when, when people bang on about something that must be true and here's the science, look at the tests we've done. People do that on everything and like it doesn't take one study or one test to convince me that's the, that's the, that's the best way to go. Yes, yes, cutting down carbs is good, but I mean overall calories is, is more important. If, if you're in ketosis but you're having 5,000 calories a day and you only, you only need 3,000, you're still going to put on weight. Um, I don't know. I've never gone on a keto plan. I've never, I don't know if they also track restricted calories and all that shit as well but um i think it's it can be it's very restrictive like carbs release endorphins in your body and it makes you feel makes you feel good um and obviously everyone loves it everyone's a bit pasta everyone loves a bit of bread and you should cut down on those things but it's 
it's kind of normal to, to, to also add those into your into your diet and to say completely no I think I mean when I was cutting down for strongman I think I'd have one carb meal a day and the rest is just vegetables and it was fucking terrible and if anyone's if anyone's tried to cut weight while you're still performing and trying to trying to progress your performance training it's fucking hard if you're trying to train off 50 calories 50 grams of carbs a day or or even less um you're pretty knackered all the time yes with everything your body gets used to it but i just think that uh it's very restrictive people got people listening to this are probably caring about their performance probably have played or are playing rugby i would not suggest keto um if you're running around for an hour and a half once or twice a week at training and also for at least two hours on a saturday smashing into people plus doing your own gym or field training outside of that i definitely would not advise it um if you care about performance hey if you if you if you don't care about slugging around the pitch and you don't care about like being knackered and almost passing out you just want to look good after uh, after a couple of months then maybe yeah go ahead i mean you're probably gonna get injured you're probably gonna hate your life and you're probably gonna snack out anyway so you guys listening if you're into performance training if you care about what numbers you're hitting in the gym care about beating times you care about playing well definitely don't try keto in my humble opinion um, it's too restrictive you need carbs to exercise they fuel your body um but yeah it, it's a no-no if you care about your performance if you're not playing any sport and you're just listening to this and you've got a holiday in six weeks and you don't care if your bench press doesn't go up in the six weeks or if you can't run any faster then have a go at it you will see some weight loss probably as long as your calories are still restricted um another topic very very on the point topic with a lot of guys um is talking about lower back pain i think we had a whole section on this if you, if you want to look back at a, a podcast i did with becca ellen she's experienced it and she's a sports rehabilitator uh, and a match day physio um and all sorts of other jazz she's got a lot a big insight on this you might want to scroll back and have a listen to that but i mean lower back pain shouldn't happen if, you, if you're feeling pain in your body something is wrong um, this is me giving a real a real bro's answer but that's the, that's all I can give is there's something either too tight or there's some damage to your discs or your nerves or you've been lifting too heavy or whatever it is something is wrong in your body um, I had it for ages and obviously me being a dickhead I would take painkillers and go do more deadlifts and obviously I'd do more deadlifts and I'd get stronger but the pain would get worse and worse and after a few years of that um, in the middle of a strongman competition I I'm not going to use the term slip disc because Becca's going to tell me off. Um, I damaged my disc. And I mean, literally, actually, funny enough, today's the first time I've squatted anything above 140 and it felt fine. Actually, wow, it's been four years now. That's actually great. It's funny I'm bringing that up today. Maybe that's why I wanted to talk about that topic. Um, but yeah, it, it takes a long time to get over disc issues and nerve problems and spinal problems. And obviously, if you're playing rugby, you've been clattering into each other all day especially the front five if you're getting a lot of pressure from the guys behind you guys in front of you in a scrum um and obviously you've got a lot of weight to carry if you if you're 120 kilos and you're deadlifting 200 plus once or twice a week then your back might be bad um and and there's there's a time and a place for the heavy lifts i think if, if you're in season and you're taking knocks on the weekend and that training you don't need to go until your form breaks down i mean form breakdown sh should never happen anyway but i mean we all have to pick up some fucking weights <laughs> um but form breakdown should never happen in season if you're doing a max and if you really want to push yourself it might go a little bit but everyone knows when when they uh 
when a lift looks too shitty. If your back rounds, uh, shoulders cave, knees cave, um, everyone knows when it's ugly and you should never be lifting like that, especially in the season. You maybe get, get a chance once a year when you do a one rep max or something like that, but I mean, you should never, never train with with terrible form, no matter what the exercise, everything should be controlled. They can be explosive, and, and that's another place for deadlifts. You can do deadlifts explosive. Um, a lot of the strongman, they do heavy deadlift days and they do power deadlift days where you would pick around 50, 60% of your max and, and, and do super explosive fast movements um, way under your, way under going to failure. So let's say if you could lift uh, 100 kilos and that's your favorite max, you'd go down to maybe 60 or 70 and do sets of five super fast, not clanging on the floor super fast, but um, ripping it up off the floor and then, and then controlling it down because then you're still, you're still working the muscles and you're still getting stronger and powerful in that position. You're just not working your joints to absolute failure. So, so what I would do is tone, tone your weights right down I wouldn't avoid the movement even doing the movement single leg or doing it with a really really light weight or changing it to a stiff leg deadlift or, or doing a, a kettlebell deadlift so the bars in between maybe a trap bar deadlift I think most guys playing caring about their performance should do a deadlift it's important for your sport and for, for general health but definitely tone it down see a physio they might see something Just get a trainer to, to do to assess you one or two sessions they might see your hips are imbalanced or some some shit like that but Low back pain happens, there's no point in pushing through it, especially you guys if you've got an office job and you are sitting clicking away um, all day, you're probably rounded. I'm actually experiencing this now. Now now doing this online coaching is my full-time thing. I'm actually at my laptop for four or five hours a day and I'm feeling the difference. My shoulders are rounded, my back's getting, well, it's not getting sore. It, it's, it gets sore when I sit down, but it's not sore in the gym. I didn't want to contradict myself there. Um, but I'm feeling it now, and I've only been doing it for two months. Imagine if you guys have been doing it straight out of school or straight out of uni. Um, so you definitely need to cut, get get on top of it and, and keeping your mobility in check, trunk rotation, um, making sure all the, all your muscles around the hips are loose. A lot of people don't realize that a lot of the, the muscles in the thigh, are hips, quads, hammies, glutes, all that, they connect up either in your pelvis or through your pelvis. So they're all connected to lower back pain. And just because you've got pain somewhere in your body, it might be caused by tightness elsewhere so i mean definitely get it checked up definitely take your weights down and definitely check your check your ego when you're doing your lifts especially in season i'm going to skip one of my points i was going to do um and i was going to talk about training alone this is also another thing you can do if you think that you are maybe going too heavy if you're getting back pain every time you train maybe if you're getting shoulder pain every time you do a bench press training partners super super essential for motivation for a bit of jokes to make it entertaining because there's no point just spending three times one hour a week bored if you don't like the gym if you want to run around and you want to if your rugby is what you love you might not love being in the gym then then go with a mate and even just a random person at the gym um serves great motivation have a bit of a laugh you push each other but as long as you're not pushing each other enough that your techers is terrible i know people when i was back working in a gym who they would train pretty well when their weights were there they'd suddenly just try and lift way more than they need to just to kind of show off about it and you need to just kind of check it and realize that if you're training for 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 a sport the sport is your goal there's no need to completely ruin yourself on a on a on a friday night if you've got a game let alone even on a wednesday like you don't even really need to max out on a wednesday because it takes up to 72 hours or longer to to fully recover um even longer if you're doing stupid heavy weight so so grab someone make someone come with you ask someone at your club I'm sure they'll be there or, or grab one of your mates and Having a training partner is super useful for sort of 
consistency, for sustainability in the training program. Like sometimes they're quite repetitive, and if you're not doing anything, if you're just doing it on your own, you're thinking, "Oh fuck, I did this two weeks ago." If you're not, if you're not buzzed about getting new records and breaking PBs and stuff, then you probably need someone with you. Um, that's one of the benefit. I'm going to plug in my challenge again now. Just wait for it. Uh, that's another benefit of the challenge I've got is that everyone's doing the same program at the same time, and and I'm giving them little hints and little top little uh, quotes saying how are your sprints, lads, and who got the fastest time on the row. And it's good to have people to compete with and to um, to push you through. So that's why the challenge I'm running is super super successful. The best challenge, the best online challenge you've ever done, or you've never done actually. But we'll see. Um, so yeah, get a training partner if you if you if you're struggling for motivation or or kind of what to do. Uh, another question, I'm going to plug my challenge in again. Another question from a guy on my challenge was, he's very busy, I think he's got two young kids, he's a, he owns a restaurant, so I know that that lifestyle is absolutely hectic, and, and my workouts, they do take a long time, um, and and they're probably an hour 15, some people don't have some people don't have time for that, and he asked me, can I just superset stuff to, uh, to, to put it closer, and I'll just give you a bit of background, the, the challenge is, is looking to drop as much body fat as you can over the program, uh, and I think if that is your goal, then then dropping rest down is a really good way of making it harder for yourself. You won't shift as much weight, um, but I mean, if you're just looking to do the work and burn more calories, then then less rest is definitely good. If someone was was a was a a winger and they're trying to get stronger and get a bit bigger, then obviously I would make them rest more, and they need to lift more heavier weight to obviously promote more muscle growth and strength growth. Um, but this guy in particular, he is looking to drop weight, looking to burn calories, looking to sweat out in most of his sessions. So I said, by all means, just cut down the rest time and superset stuff together. He would have made it a lot harder, but his goal is not the weight you can lift, not how much weight you can put on muscle wise, but it is more about dropping body fat. That is what he wanted to do. Um, so, I mean, it's perfect. And if you're in the same situation, you're tight on time, if you only get even half an hour, I mean, I think I've mentioned this before, you don't even need to hit the gym. Uh, depending on your goals, if you want to get some 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 fitness in, I mean, driving to a gym, sometimes some people I know go sort of 20 minutes, 25 minutes, it's an hour of travel time. If, if you've got some stuff in your room, get a kettlebell, it's going to cost you a tenner. And you can just blast out 20 minutes, half an hour at home. Um, we're all, everyone listening to this probably has busy lives. They've got normal jobs. They've got family, kids. And the way you train is different to the way someone in the premiership trains or even in the championship, uh, maybe even, maybe even that one. So, so you guys have got to be time restrained and, and it's not your life. You're not getting paid to do it. So it's got to be time restricted. Um, and, and maybe you've just got to kind of follow on with that and, and keep it quick. If you can get all your workout done in half an hour and you just need to, sweat it out and burn a shit ton of calories then then just do that at home or or some people train with the missus some people like to include their kids or whatever um you just find something that suits you and stick to it consistency is the key to any training plan you can set yourself these crazy january new year's resolution goals but if you're not following them uh in february you've given up after a month then then nothing is going to happen however if you do my challenge then uh, you won't give up after a month because you're getting challenged anyway that's a last, that's enough plugins for my challenge which i'm probably going to be harassing you about on other other platforms but yeah hope this has been enjoyable let me know if you have any questions drop me an email message me on the gram or on facebook whatever you want to do cheers for listening send it to your friends and i'll speak to you Whenever I speak to you next, because I don't want to give you a time because I'm not a liar. Sweet guys, thanks for listening, and I'll speak to you soon. Bye.